3: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Did you bring
2: wine? I got the glasses.
1: You guys, I made a quiz. I didn't bring
2: anything, but I'm here to have fun.
3: (laughs) (laughs)
4: Hello, and welcome to the official Broad Wasted podcast where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian Plopsky, and let's make a fire with rocks and things every day. It's real simple, Olivia's song. So if you go through the passage, you'll say, Alaska, here I come. Joining us today are the usual wolf packs raised by wolves, including Kevin gripping at Jaeger.
2: Always, always.
4: Kimberly, our edge of the world game master and unofficial babysitter for the hour. Hello And with us today is a duo of talent One is returning uh, from things like Spongebob Squarepants the musical The other, a first timer you may know from things like Glory Days, Falsettos, and Tick Tick Boom Among a slew of other um, highlights Let's give a big Broadway welcome to Friends of the Show Friends of the, friends show. Of the show Ethan Slater and England Bob, Bob. What
3: up, what oh, up, what up? So, so good to be here, thank Bob, Bob. you <laughs> Yeah. Running in,
5: Welcome
3: waving. And welcome yeah. back <laughs> <laughs>
4: So Eden um, we, I guess you're not good enough to just come on by yourself
3: I guess not I, Well, <laughs> here's the thing I, like, I need someone to bounce off of I need someone to keep me in check If I'm, I'm here by chaperone. myself, I'm going to fly off the handle
4: Yeah, 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 no, unpredictable <laughs> um, and, Well, and last time if, I was here with Lily Cooper Yes, mm-hmm. who we'll probably talk about today I'm sure. Let's not. <laughs> okay, cool.
0: Let's not. Okay.
4: Uh, no, no, no. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, we well, uh, thank you both for joining us here. We're going to talk about some awesome stuff today. But before we even get started, this is the first episode of season two of Broad Wasted. Mm-hmm. Season two. We're back. I can't believe it. Season one just happened so quickly over five years.
2: <laughs> Kimberly, you failed on most season two is like the lead girl usually has, like, a really sharp bob or, like, some kind of really specific haircut change.
1: That's true. That's true. I'll work on it.
4: Okay,
2: Okay, great.
4: Okay,
1: um, Mohawk?
2: Yeah, can you... Am
1: I recast?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't it be funny if we had a different girl, but, like, never acknowledged it and just kept... Her name's still Kimberly. Kimberly? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Slightly Um, different red hair.
4: (laughs) Totally. Um well before we even get started with anything, what are you drinking? What are, you drink- what are we drinking?
3: Start with our guests. Ethan, what are you drinking? Um, tonight I will be drinking uh fat tire, which is an amber ale by New Belgium. Fat tire. Ooh, beautiful. What what dulcet tones?
4: Um, yeah. Nick, what are you drinking? I'm gonna drink this sweet uh
5: Tito's handmade vodka straight from this class, rather than the bottle.
2: Okay. Great. That's wonderful. Kevin? Uh, I am drinking a Don David Reserve Malbec. Um, oh, that's yes. Church, so I wanted to have some wine. Great.
4: Don, Don David, cool. good guy. Mm. I, I don't know. No, I do not know if he's a good guy. Um, <laughs> Kimberly?
1: Well, speaking of good guys, I'm drinking some Hampton water. Oh. Um, and as I was looking for things to say about wine on the back of this label, um, it's bottled by John Bon Jovi.
4: Oh, so, look at that. Jersey
1: girl, Jersey wine. Here we are. Are you
4: All You're right. almost done? You're about halfway there.
2: Great. Wow. Cool.
1: I'm going to need you to leave. I was going <laughs> to
2: say, say, have notes of pear. Like, I was going to say, is it living on a pear? I don't know. I was trying to think. I, yeah. like, I see.
4: We'll work like on it. it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well,
4: this, is, this is only episode one of season two. We have a full season to get this right.
0: Um, we are fresh. <laughs> we
4: are fresh. I'm drinking. Um, speaking of fresh, I'm drinking a uh, mango white claw, but the iced tea. Good That's new, What is it? They they now sell like their flavors, but like iced teaified. Um, cool. We we. I'm gonna say the, the most spa-
1: college thing ever. You could probably put vodka in that.
4: Yeah, totally. That would seem appropriate.
2: Oh, that sounds great! Look, quite an assortment
4: um, today. Quite yes, this is quite a menagerie of drinks. Um, thank you, you, you for joining us.
2: All these things, they would get very sick.
4: Yes, this yes, is a disgusting one. Long Island iced tea. <laughs> um, but let's get started. Uh, let Let's just start with your concept album. Um, it's It's uh, It's coming out, or at the time of this recording, it will be out. Um, Tell, tell, tell us about it. Just, like, just pretend we don't know anything about it. Pretend the people listening don't, like, tell us what it's about. Tell us how you got there. All those fun things that you've probably been asked before.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah, I, I feel like it is probably the kind of thing that you might not know anything about because it's uh, an, a new show. Um, Edge of the World is the story of uh, a young boy and his father who, who uh, moved to this isolated patch of land in rural Alaska where uh, the young boy is sort of raised and uh, and uses his imagination to cope with the loneliness of his surroundings. And um, we made this concept album um, during the pandemic. So it's a show that we've been working on for a little while and we wanted to keep working on it and everything sort of came to a halt as everyone knows. And so Nick and I were talking about how to keep working on this show that I think um means a lot to us and um we were able to put together this awesome group of people uh to make an album across space and time um and over zoom like this and so the album has norbert leo butts and uh, lily cooper and nick and i are on it and we've got some incredible uh musicians um you know mike dobson who you might know from spongebob marco Paglia um Aaron Ancrum who was in Minnesota so all of these names are like Minneapolis Brooklyn we were in Vancouver and Los Angeles and Manhattan it was just like a really um talk about edge of the world we were sort of spread all over this continent um yeah that was sort of a a ramble A to Z kind of start Nick
4: <laughs> I mean to be to be fair, I asked you like 14 different questions with very different answers. I just, I just want to go back to uh, I think this means a lot
3: to us,
5: um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, which just fair. really worries me. It frankly
3: worries me. I, I, <laughs> a lot of that time. I've been going over am trying to figure out whether it means a lot to us.
5: Yeah, if, you, if it doesn't, we can stop this right now. Um, no, it, it, I, I think it means a lot to us, too. Um, I think one thing that... Is, was especially kind of tricky about this album was, and I think it's become an asset. But in the moment, it was there was a feeling for for I think every show that suddenly you're you're sort of interfacing with the the psychology of the pandemic, and you're like, is this something that anyone would want to listen to at mm-hmm. at a moment when so many are are hurting so much and are so alone, and so a show about isolation is that going to be like almost too close to enjoy. And yeah. we sort of, we sort of, you know, I think ultimately we're like, I we need to do this whether or not it's sort of like, I have a great buddy named Van Hughes, who is a, a mm-hmm. collaborator of mine as well. And, and he early on in the pandemic, like May, I was really struggling with, you know, like whether or not to, to be creative, like do you engage with that without knowing where it's gonna go? And he was like, what else is there? Like, if you're a creative person, this is the muscle that you exercise, right? It's just like the way it works. And so the minute he said that, I called Ethan and I was like, I think we, I think we have to do this. Like, I, it, at least something. Um, and then the album came, was like really like uh, just this, this gorgeous way of connecting with people rather than a Zoom reading, rather than, you know, sort of trying to plan a production that we didn't know, you know mm-hmm. could ever necessarily happen in the in the it's like with the world changing under your feet the thing that we could do was like record um and so suddenly this thing that was so separate has actually like I mean the goal and in, in the, uh Ethan mentioned Aaron Ankrum who is our producer is amazing his job was really hard in that like it needed to sound like we were all in the same place. And like, could we, you know, and like, was that going to be like the ultimate failure? Was that like, we were going to get to the end of recording it all and you were going to feel like, oh, it's, it sounds like seven different people in seven different places. But I think he did an amazing job of that. And everybody really reacted off of each other. So like, we you know, someone would record one part and then you'd send it to somebody else and they'd be like, oh, can I actually change now that I hear what Norbert's doing? Can I change my piano part to sort of match oh, that wow. or, or make space for that? And so yeah so like it it has a real give and take in it that is organic that just happened you know at, at different spaces and different times so it's been crazy
4: yeah So here's here's a question. Do you think that because you are working thematically with all the baggage that we all have from isolation and quarantine? And then placing that on a totally different story is what makes it more palatable. Because I feel like you see a lot of right now, you're seeing a lot of people like, I'm gonna write a play about two people in isolation during the pandemic. And like, and like that's all good and great, but like there's something that's obviously very visceral in our reaction to that whereas like if you're taking something else that deals with those themes like how did you finesse that does that make sense that was like a fake question no great Uh, question
3: it's a super good question i feel like um you know you face it all the time with all these different projects and, and with this one it was something that we'd been working on already and nick and i had that conversation in the beginning of pandemic where we were like is this too exactly what's happening um you know you're so totally removed but i think what what we the thing that we came to love about it is that it's not the story of um, being behind your computer screen and being isolated from the world, right? It's like it's a different kind of isolation. It's a, it's a different kind of like agency in the isolation versus like who has the agency um, in in isolating oneself. So like, I think what we what we found that was really beautiful about it in this moment um, was like the universality of these kinds of loneliness, um, and, and the ways that we deal with it, even in situations that are so totally different. Um, and I think one of the things that we've been really, uh, enamored with over the course of this process is how it's allowed us to feel in touch with nature when we're yeah. so constantly, you know, working through technology. And I think that mm-hmm. in that way, I, I do think it's really helpful that this isn't the story of, um, 2020 and 2021, uh, you know, pandemic quarantine but rather sort of another iteration on the theme
5: i think in some ways it's the kind of the only way it can work like anything any art it's like if you're talking directly about it it is really hard to find the emotional metaphor it's like two one to one you know i I think that was really Mm -hmm, challenging with like all the all of the pandemic tv shows that like rushed out Right? Yeah. It's like, why would I want to watch that? Like, I no offense to the talented people who are working. Like, I'm glad they were working, but I'm living it, you know? And so to both of your points, like, it does feel like you need space for the metaphor in order for the audience to make that leap on their own and to, to not feel told how to feel. You know, it's like this thing, you know, that's the serendipity, right? Like, it wasn't written there was no part of it that was written for the pandemic. We were writing Mm -hmm. it completely without the knowledge. So resonance, you know, I think that was our, our realization. Like what felt like too close to home was actually resonance. And it was like, okay, you gotta trust that and just let fly and (laughs) trust trust the thing.
3: And I would say also like to that point, Nick, like I feel like we had that process with other thematic elements of the show, not isolation and quarantine. That was the, that was like the happenstance of the year for this show, but we like in terms of like this sort of story of dealing with grief and the story of like, um, of this relationship, we, we were trying to navigate that on the nose versus, um, yeah. you know, sort of bringing it in together, uh, in the show already, which I think was, um, a really fun process. I mean, That's it's cool. Well, I know it's
4: a concept album, but I really look forward to the environmental production of it in Alaska. Um, us too I mean Us too yeah, For real Let's Yeah go. you can Let's couple it With go. the cruise And then like You get off the cruise <laughs> You go on a hike And then there's a theater <laughs> it's there It's
1: excursion Yeah
4: Yes yeah. That's Not excursion But excursion theater
2: Yes
5: mm-hmm.
1: uh, Excursion theater It's new It's new Yeah we're working on it
4: here.
2: I don't want to see yeah. it. I have to go <laughs> to see it. Like that's the Yeah.
4: I look forward to seeing The Descent the musical.
2: Oh shit. Oh
1: my god, I don't know what that means. It sounds scary. And it all I can think now scary. is someone should spelunk to a production of Floyd Collins. But
5: I Oh, mean, good one. Yes. Kimberly preached. One thing I will say, I the only the only show that I saw in 2020 was an outdoor show that Michael Arden did, uh, Mm. upstate in upstate New York, that was a walking tour, essentially. Like you walked around this town and you went to different places in the town, like, and, um, Van actually, um, my buddy I mentioned earlier made like in year um, guide tracks. Mm. So there was 16 different tracks and 16 different stories, but you'd go and like end up at a lake, and someone would be dancing in the lake in a uh, in a canoe, at to the same time as the song that was in your ear holes. Cool, and it was so cool. And it actually does like open up this whole world of like, oh right, like and like Danny Goldstein's doing uh, row at um, Williamstown right now with Grace McLean. That's like outside on a body of water. It's like that's actually. There are things from this, we know it, we all know it. There are things from this pandemic that are opening our minds to like new ways because we had to adapt. So it's, it's kind of not,
4: it's not too far off as a good idea. I feel like, I feel like we're all working like college kids like, I feel like that's something you would see on a campus that you that's not part of the main stage. And now we're like, whether you've been to college or not, like, you're just like taking that, like, young ingenuity within yourself and like applying it to like, oh, this lake looks cool. Or like, I guess mm-hmm. my backyard's big enough. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess my backyard's big
2: enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I, I was in a senior thesis production that we opened the back door to the theater and the audience had to follow us out and we did the final number in front of a lake.
2: Yeah. And yes. so when you
1: said that about the lake, I was like, wait, <laughs> me. Eighteen? that me? Me. <laughs> yeah. well, Manhattanville College, 2007. <laughs> on
4: on that note, we're going to take we're going to take a second and call this segment. Um, Kimberly talks about glory days for a little bit. So, Kimberly, <laughs> go for it.
1: Wait, But before, because I just had I don't know if you saw me immediately check out and text my mother a minute ago. Um I also have a segment called Kimberly's Confessions in which I tell someone on our program about um, how I used to fangirl about them. Nick, (laughs) this is going to be very strange, but I have two instances where you and I have been in the same room. Really? (laughs) And one involves a picture. And I just texted my mom to see if she can find it because I was 16 years old and I don't know where it is. Oh, Um, my God. I believe, and maybe I'm freaking out, but I'm looking at your face. I'm like, this is true. Um, Were you on the Altar Boys tour in Philadelphia? I sure was. (laughs) Your girl was on stage.
5: We say to you?
1: (laughs) Absolutely. I was on the aisle of the Miriam Theater and was pulled up on stage. And there is a photo from like whatever disposable camera or something in 2005. Holy shit. Yeah. I like just had a flashback and I was like, oh my God, this picture exists. I'm wearing what can only be described as business casual for a high schooler. (laughs) (laughs) Very embarrassing photo.
5: (laughs) <laughs> I'm wearing cargo pants and a uh, shirt with a high in the middle of it. Hi, how are you? Yes, are
1: you? absolutely. Um, and then, yes, let's share my screen for a minute, shall we? Please. Um, does this look familiar to anyone?
5: <laughs> nope. Never <gasps> seen it. Hold on
1: one second. Um, wow. Um, I had my mom go through her playbill binders. And find me glory days. Oh my God. um, In which my mom is the best. She stapled my ticket to the back.
5: Oh my God. And so Uh, you can see that on
1: May 1st, 2008, I was in row A um, and I paid a wee $55. And I would like everyone to realize that Broadway ticket pricing is insane.
5: Yes. I at mean, honestly, that's, that is even too high. But like, let's, <laughs> let's just like, you know, like, let's just um, put a uh, moratorium, sad moratorium on like that number being even possible in today's world.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. For row A, which I think was like the third row. I think there were some AA situations there were, happening. There were. There were. Um, in my mind, looking at this ticket, I'm realizing a falsehood that I've created. Um, cause I always tell people, cause it's a better story that I finished my finals of my freshman year and then saw glory days with my best friends. Mm. Wow. Oh which would have been a it's better a story. story, but May How 1st, I don't think that's true. <laughs> so, ah, <damn> it. <laughs> um, but I did see the show with my best friends from college and then said, I should bring my friends from high school back to this. Really? And then oh, of course we did, we did not, which is a shame. It wasn't there. Um,
3: I saw it with my high school friends at Signature Theater in DC. Yes, or in Sherlington. Sorry. Yes. Excuse yourself. Um, yeah. yeah. Excuse.
1: <laughs> truly, my best friend Trent and I were obsessed with Glory Days for a good like two years. We le- watched all of the YouTube videos from the album concert, and oh I believe both purchased the album when it was available. Many years later.
3: Oh, that's um, incredible. Look so, at these children, you children. Have
1: children and we also have a segment that we like to call um read your bio (laughs) (laughs) would you like to see what your bio said in 2008
4: oh my god are you gonna read it
1: it? it out loud up to you you read it you can yeah yeah
5: okay well I, I can't believe this is happening uh not one bit since he's never written anything before, he'd like to use the space to thank the incredible people he is so lucky to have in his life. Mom, dad, Dan, and the rest of my ridiculous family. Still true. My teachers, John, Jane, Liz, Mark, Brent, and Caroline go blue. More than agents, Bill, Sadie, Russell, Jeannie, Emmy, and Michael. None of them are my agents anymore. Uh, the amazing support of Crybaby team, which is true. Uh, although I, there's an amazing story about that. I almost got fired from Crybaby for going over to give notes at glory days. Um, I called out sick. I was sort of a dick move. Um, Profanity allowed. Uh, My wonderful friends and fellow collaborators in Harvey stick by me even when it seems stupid too. Shout out to Ethan, even though I didn't know him yet. Um, and so. <laughs> anyone else who never believed in us and this show to Glorious Boys Game Time, which is a word that like I can't say, actually, I haven't like said since uh, the show. Um, the show is dedicated to my three best friends, Brian, Ryan, Zach, <laughs> who I'm still super close with. We made it right here. Thank you. Wow, that's written by a
4: young person. Yeah, a young guys, person a who who switches between first and third person quite a bit.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <he is>. no. <laughs> It's his first, it's his
4: first thing you've ever written before. He does. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: this bio was the first thing he'd ever written.
4: <laughs> he was like, my bio's pretty good. How about I write a musical?
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay,
1: I'm going to stop this screen share unless my mother can find a picture of the two of us on stage in Philadelphia. Thank um, yes. And then because I was a Glory Days fan and I, when I moved to New York, someone said, do you want to be an extra at Nick Blaymire's music video tomorrow? And I said, I got nothing else to do
3: what yeah which music video i don't remember
1: it was in irving plaza maybe
5: uh webster hall webster hall yeah
1: and we were told to wear bright colors yes complete (laughs) yes
5: the music makes you complete
1: (laughs) yes me and my best friend emily were there that day
5: i am blown away right now i have to say (laughs)
4: watching this is a true joy (laughs)
1: I'm just like brought back to like my youth and I'm just like wait a minute oh wow like tell 21 year old Kimberly this is happening and she's freaking out
2: I mean tell
5: 23 year old (laughs) Nick Blameyer this is happening like I I feel like one of the things like you mentioned the album concert and Mm -hmm. I was just thinking about this today because this business is impossible and like rejection is everywhere constantly and like I got rejected on two things last week and had like an annoying meeting this morning. And I was just like in the place of like, you know, does any of this matter? Does it like, does it reach out at all? And I remember thinking that at the album concert, which we kind of did like for us, it was sort of, we, we had all, it was the show closed so fast that everybody sort of dispersed and it was like a reunion and everybody who'd ever done the show came back and hung out and sang. And it was like a really joyous night but there was a feeling of like you know does anybody care that we're doing this or are we like just like you know scratching our own balls but like there is you know it's just really cool to know that 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 like you were there because yeah. i i i feel like that's the part that's so hard to hold about making stuff is like you send it out and you i mean like we've never really met until now but like we've been connected for a decade plus it's so magical that's really amazing
1: yeah it's like you don't know that like a bunch of freshmen in college are like staring down a YouTube rabbit hole of like everything you've ever done. It's
5: Um, really like a reason to do things, you know, just like, yeah, absolutely.
1: And glory days too. Like we loved it. And I think because we had never seen like just a bunch of like 19 year old kids straight out of college, like doing something. And we were like, Oh, this is, we were in school for musical theater. And it just became this, like, this is an attainable goal. Like this is now like, we, this is a thing we can do. I Whether mean, it lasted it, a day or not, <laughs> like it was. Look, we're, it's it changed a, worlds. <laughs> it's that's if that if that's what it can be, like
5: it that would be the greatest legacy for it. I mean, it's it and it has been that. Like we're on our fiftieth production. It's opening in Japan in the fall. Like I don't even know if I can go because of the two week quarantine that you have to have before it. But like there is just something <clears> about. And I feel like it's probably the same with, with podcasts. And I know it's, I know it's been the same with, even with making music. It's like these things we grew up on the cash recordings. That was totally a thing with glory days. It was like, you know, again, who's going to want this? Should we make it? But we, I mean, it was the best two days ever to make it. And now it's like the best decision ever to have made it because it's Mm -hmm. a calling card and there's something behind and think mm-hmm. about all the shows that we, you know, like that you don't get the cash recording for that, like you can't quite hold on to in the same way, and it, it sucks. Like I wish, you know, I'm I'm trying to think of of versions of that. There's a show called Found that I did at The Atlantic that is so amazing. But yeah. like, I saw I, it. You did?
2: I yeah. I kind of have been like just like Kimberly. I didn't mean to, but like I stumbled upon following your career everywhere. Oh holy uh, shit! I saw Found because I when I first moved. I, I'm a writer as well, and so like when I first moved here, I was seeing everything like new work I could because sure. of what, what was happening. And um, Found was amazing. You also Great. saved my life uh, five years ago because um, I was. It was a right. really. Dark, it was a really dark night when I was like, I don't know how this awful election is going to go. I don't want to be part of this world right now. And I had two tickets to see tick tick boom oh my so god being a part of the world as all of that unfell on this 2016 <laughs> i got to be in the theater where they were like no offense to you it was just because it was election night they were like yeah hey, people in the audience maybe yeah yeah like, like 60 yeah empty and so we just like moved to the front and like we're like right there and like scene specifically tick tick boom which was yeah. just not like what art can do and if it matters and it does one voice matter and like to hear all of that happen on a night when I didn't want to be a part of the world like that was so powerful oh my god man you're my plankton Ah. my my brother lives in Chicago and when we found out Spongebob was becoming a musical he texted me and he was like I just bought tickets because like he knows I mean he loves musicals because I love them but like he doesn't like go to see all the shows in Chicago but like When we were in high school, we used to party, and our parents didn't know we went out partying and drinking. Sorry, but like, nice. like Sunday mornings, we would always. Like- now they
5: know.
2: <laughs> we would fight our way through church because my parents made us go to church on Sunday morning. But then we would both pass out on the couch watching SpongeBob on like cartoons. My mom would just be screaming, "The show's so stupid!" I like we would just, like <laughs> fall asleep watching it. That was like our routine. So You're when- wrong, mom. But it became oh, In
1: Chicago, did you go to church first and then go <laughs> to see
2: Spongebob? We did not, but we told my mom, we were like, oh, we just came back from church. And she was like, no, you didn't, you assholes. <laughs> <laughs> But So you were my plank because I saw it in Chicago first. Oh my god, you're going to make me like, cry, you guys. Like, hit all of, so I also have hit all your careers, so we've been preparing yeah.
1: for- This okay. is your life. So, <laughs> so also, <laughs>
4: on top of that, even, Fine. I put on brown pants and a yellow shirt and grab a spatula and run around the house all day during quarantine and pretend that I'm you. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yes. well, that's a Aww. creepier thing
1: to say than the things we said.
4: <laughs> yeah, listen, I watch Spongebob and I'm just like Mr. Kenny, step aside. I know another gentleman who looks exactly like the way I'm dressed. (laughs) And then I shower with my clothes on just to wash it away. That's yeah. Well, that's how I I don't know what what that means.
0: Yeah, great.
4: I remember being in
5: rehearsal with Ethan uh, when when we we did the workshop like early on, and I it was like you hadn't even said anything yet. We were still in the reading. Like the reading around the table, you remember like like oh, early yeah. on, um, at uh whatever the Spider Man theater, right? With Spider Man <laughs> yeah, still there, it was the it was the Foxwoods at the time. The Foxwoods, yeah. right? And you, I, you just like got along the beginning. And I was like, oh, this dude's cool, but like, oh, don't I don't I don't envy him. Like, you're gonna do the SpongeBob voice, like you're gonna nail <laughs> that dude, and like first word out of his mouth, I was like, oh my god, like
3: this dude's genius, so, like really my amazing memory... moment my my memory of that moment though is that we're sitting around the table and tina goes okay so like the thing about this is that it's it's not full character voice it's somewhere between you and your character and it's like this middle ground has got to be exactly perfect like ethan show them what it's like uh, just say the first yeah. line i was like yeah. say the first line she's like just do it and so i was like um good morning world and she goes well not like that but you get the idea <laughs> <laughs> And oh. I was like, oh, <coughs> "This is gonna be well, so hard." <laughs> it worked on me. I mean, I, I I'm so glad. So
0: <laughs> <sighs>
3: Tina's the best. Oh. That was a just yeah. a side side oh note. Oh my god.
0: Here. That's chumbacasino.com.
5: No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
0: You know what
4: else works? Tuesdays in the corner with Kevin. Corner.
2: Welcome to Kevin's Corner, where I get to talk about or do whatever I want in this part of the podcast because I'm awesome. So um, we are going to be doing, because you two are a new dynamic duo on the writings world, we're going to be doing a Kevin's Corner that's called Dynamic Duo. And this is how it's going to work. I am going to give you each – I'll give you a dynamic duo when it's your turn. And you will have to remove one of those things and put something in its place that you like better. Cool. So we'll see how this goes. We'll see what Mm -hmm. happens, what you come up with. Uh, So we'll start with Nick. And, Nick, I'm giving you peanut butter and jelly. So you can pick whichever one of those two you want to remove and then put something in its place.
5: I mean, goodbye, jelly. Like, you're a pleasure – in like together you're fantastic but like peanut butter is a staple of my life and i care about um i think him very much i think peanut butter is a him maybe to me I mean, um nuts, so i'll go with you yay um and then like i feel like you could do you know my wife does sometimes is hot honey
0: mm-hmm. peanut butter and hot honey Ooh. which is really
5: good right and then like a banana it, that's a dynamic trio but like mm. i think i think uh Jelly is, is while it's good and really good on like toast with butter, like that's a dynamic duo I love. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like peanut butter and hot honey is the
3: move.
2: I appreciate good. that. Uh, I then, yeah. A burger and
3: fries. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. Such a good such a good question. They both they both have a huge amount of value for me. Um, I think you know what I would do is I think I would actually take the fries and replace the fries in an ideal world where my stomach doesn't get mad at me with onion rings beer battered onion rings mm.
1: yeah.
3: um yeah. my problem is um i i have i have i will not stop so if you if there's a plate of onion rings i, I will eat them all and feel very terrible um yeah. but i i so that's the only drawback for very me
2: well, like physically terrible
3: physically physically i'll just i'll have to lie down but i can deal with that so no, nothing wrong with that max. bro yeah. yeah, nothing wrong with taking a little nap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I don't even know why I got in my head about it. Burger <laughs> and onion rings, final answer.
2: I appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nick, sun and mm. moon.
3: Sun.
5: Definitely need the sun. In fact, like, pandemic, beginning of the pandemic, I would, like, go outside, and like, just to get vitamin D. Um, uh-huh. Moon, like scared of the dark, like, you know, like walking down the street late at night still gets me, even if it's like a totally safe situation. Um, and I, I was thinking about this, like I love sleep. I love having slept. I love sometimes even feeling like I know I'm sleeping while I'm doing it. Mm Um, but I don't like going to bed. I'm like, I have shit to do. Like I want to, you know what I
2: mean? Yeah, like I'm mm-hmm. like I yeah, will, I'm not done yet.
5: I'm not done yet. Damn it! Um, Brian doesn't um, understand,
1: but we do.
2: What would you pair? <laughs> what you. would you pair with son?
3: Daughter. <laughs> mm.
2: She's there, and I breaking
3: rules her. left and right.
2: And I'm here for it.
3: Um, yeah. wonderful.
2: Ethan. Yeah. Mario and Luigi.
3: <laughs> Mario and Luigi. For those, who you like.
2: Oh, they're famous Nintendo characters. They're brothers. They're plumbers. Kevin.
3: Ah, uh, yes. Can you use Mario and Luigi in a sentence, please? <laughs> um, I think I'm gonna have to go. My toilet's
4: have- broken. I should probably call Mario and Luigi.
3: Ooh. Okay. Okay.
4: See, that's actually really changed yeah, what I was, was gonna go with this.
3: M A R. I'm gonna uh, keep Mario. For the sake of um, you right. know, I think I just think that like that's that's the core of it for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And um, oh man, oh hold on, hold on, hold on. What is his name?
4: Wario? No,
3: no, no. We got this. <laughs> hey. Bowser. Here's the thing. We're gonna stall for time. Can you cut hold out me? Uh, Yoshi. stalling? for
5: time. No. No we no. can. Absolutely, Absolutely not.
3: Yeah, no. We'll depends how good. <laughs> so far we'll so wait. bad. Okay. Oh, wow. This okay. is like really embarrassing stuff. This what it is. No, this is this is what it is and I'm very glad that I figured it out <laughs> because this is the answer I wanted to give. we're going to go it's going to be Mario. We're going to keep Mario and we're going to place Luigi with Lopez. We've got Mario Lopez. He played AC Slater <laughs> on Saved by the Bell. <laughs> AC Slater was a big f- feature in my life. Um everybody called AC. he was a who is Lopez on its own? That's actually such a good question, and we should get him on here to ask. We should. But I will only give you and Mario. We Lopez. Find
2: I will only give it to you wow. because he gave an expert performance as Colonel Sanders in the 15-minute lifetime movie like Season My Love. Oh
3: yes. Yes, that's right.
2: My entire family, my parents, my sisters and their husbands, my brother, and our nephews and nieces all sat down to watch it. It's a delight. So I'll give you know it to what.
4: You. Didn't he also, wasn't he also the host of whatever that was, Miss Teen USA, or whatever, when Miss South Carolina gave that like embarrassing answer and he had to navigate that? Wasn't he the one holding the microphone?
3: Yeah. Ooh. Yes. I feel like he was. I yes, he was. was. I also saw him at If Then on Broadway. We sat next if, to. him.
2: Oh, at Is If Zach Then. <laughs>
3: no, we just. Yeah, he was together. Zach and line. He's, you know, <laughs> yeah, he'll
4: it. always be. He'll, he'll always be Albert Clifford Slater to me.
2: I was going to say on a show called Wasted, I love that we skipped his actual Broadway role and mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You right. mean the host of Extra? Yes. All right. So we got. We got. One more round. We'll start with Nick. Um, Nick, your dynamic duo is Starsky and Hutch.
5: Well, Starsky sounds more Jewish, so I think I'll keep him. Uh, Sounds like he's like works at a a deli. Starsky's. Starsky's, Um, yeah. Yeah. Hut down Orchard Street. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, So I'm gonna keep Starsky. And uh, and and add um, Barnes from Salino and Barnes.
4: Yeah, um, <laughs> and they'll
5: start an injury attorneys Starsky. Uh,
4: Starsky and star Barnes injury Ooh. attorneys. That's in true. Is he the one who died? Yeah, I think I he killed in the, I think Barnes was killed in the the uh, plane accident. Plane crash. Oh no! So I guess it's now just all the back posters
1: just stuff. say <laughs> Salino, but apparently they broke up before that.
4: Yeah, that's what so, I read too.
5: Starsky's back on his own. Wait, um, that, what is that yeah. movie coming out? I don't know. Right?
2: No, I want to see that movie. Oh gosh! Sorry, Ethan, <laughs> no, no. the final. one, <laughs> Kate and Leo.
3: Would say oh. that? say it again.
2: Uh, Kate and Leo. Mm, and Kate. Kate Winslet and yes. Leonardo DiCaprio. The yeah. The movies, including their Oscar-winning <laughs> "Reservation Road." Mm-hmm. Untrue. Revolutionary, revolutionary wrote? wrote. And they. Who's r- in charge here? I get to <laughs> and, movies and it was
1: stuff. a question on a trivia I did last night, so it's revolutionary.
4: And they've also both only they've won both won
3: for very different things. Well, totally. I
2: get to say what I want in this segment. <laughs> Ethan, what
3: you got for me? Awesome. Um, Where not the haters. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I'm gonna have to keep Kate. I- yeah, go, Brian. I'm, I love the stalling for time.
4: I'm glad that you mentioned that it was Kate Winslet and Leo DiCaprio because I originally thought it was Kate Leopold, the um, Hugh Jackman film about elevators. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. It's
2: about elevators. That was right yeah. before Meg killed her career by getting new lips.
4: No, Meg Ryan's <laughs> career was destroyed because of um, uh, Russell Crowe.
2: Russell Crowe did ruin that. Russell Crowe
4: ruined her career. Mm. The, oh, misogyny, right. the misogyny of the media ruined her career. Body of lies, right? That that not uh-huh. Body of lies. No, I don't proof, know of that life. proof of,
5: life.
1: Proof,
2: have, of like, life. proof of life. Proof oh. of life. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But everybody vilified her because she was the harlot woman instead of vilifying the man. Yeah, uh, totally. Media.
4: <laughs> her son is an excellent <laughs> actor though.
2: Anyway. Who's who's your son? Her son is on the boys. He's like the boys. More oh, gets sucked into the craziness of the boys. Oh, really? That's her mm-hmm. son. Uh, Wait, no, that's that's Dennis Quaid's son. Yeah.
5: They, oh, you're yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, that's Who's amazing. To He's great. <laughs> Dennis Quaid uh, had that kid on his own. Okay. I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs>
3: this is not tracking for me. Okay. Clayton <laughs> Leo, you're keeping. Um, I think I'm going to replace Leo with uh, with Gene Smart.
2: <gasps>
4: yes!
3: They were uh, so
2: good together.
4: Wait, I'm only halfway through it. Don't ruin it for me. Okay, oh, well, Brian, okay. the
2: only thing I'll say to ruin it is they're going to say <laughs> her name a hundred thousand more times. Um, also,
4: you
1: live in Philadelphia now. How have you not finished this show?
4: Because I, I, I go to Wawa. <laughs> I hear these lines every day. Like, it's not a big deal. And Did you guys watch Murder,
5: Durder on uh, SNL? <laughs> Yes. Yeah.
4: yeah. It's unbelievable.
2: Yes. I my so yeah, I have my, mom, my I finish, parents man. are from
1: Delaware County, and so I, I hear
2: those accents a lot. Whoa. <laughs> and this has been Kevin's quarter.
1: Thank you.
2: Thank you, Kevin. Um,
4: should we play a quick
1: game? game play play yeah, let's do it. Absolutely. First episode of season two. Woo!
0: Well, season right two.
1: From our very lengthy season one, which is just <laughs> called... Plot points, um, in which you are given two. For season two, I decided to change up the rules a little bit. To make it a, bit more of a Choose your own adventure. Um, usually you will get a song title and like a play or movie or musical title. And you have to sing the plot of that to the tune of the song. And then we all guess both of those things. Um, okay. Today, I yeah. just made lists of shows that are reopening in the fall and shows that opened in the two thousand seven two thousand eight Broadway season. <laughs> oh, <wow>. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and so I'll just give you one of each when it's your turn, and you can sort of pick which song you want to do and which plot you want to do. Um, oh. Brian, as always, to demonstrate for the the world, what would would you like to go first?
4: Yep, I will
1: cool um just give me like two random numbers between one and ten sure and i'm gonna go i'm gonna, go, so I'm to gonna, gonna go, get go, chat
4: okay double sevens Bow-ow.
1: double sevens
2: i was about to say isn't that snake eyes and i was like no because 7s don't look like eyes so that wouldn't make <laughs> <any sense."
4: laughs> i don't know they could
1: sevens are all right, right brian best of double luck sevens
4: does <laughs> feel lucky right yeah. it's in some ways yeah <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, um, okay, here we go. This show takes place in the South of America. There is tons of laundry and coins and Jews abound. But again, it's in the
2: South parade. No, It's, 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 um, uh, uh, Carolina Change is the musical you're talking about, right? That's There's correct. Some Enchanted thing. Yes,
4: yes, that is right. Correct. Some okay. Enchanted
3: now Carolina Change. They're not, okay, see it. Now some I get Carolina Carolina yeah, changed. I was like,
1: parade. Exactly. <laughs>
3: yep, American South parade.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jewish people in the South. American South. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Jewish, Jewish,
5: Jewish, 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 Jewish. Start Skin Hutch.
1: Perfect. Even as a returning guest, would you like to go next?
3: Uh, yes, I Yes, I would.
1: Two numbers between one and ten.
3: I'm going to go with two and uh, two and four. Two. Yeah. Great numbers. Great Thank numbers. you so much. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Again, best of luck. My
3: thought process was two is a number I've always liked. Um, and there's two of them in four. Oh, my God. What? That's exactly what I was thinking. And then if um, you said
4: six eight, we we know who we appreciate.
3: Oh, God. I okay. see. Uh, it's, a great, um, it's a great time signature. You can signature. always call a
1: Mulligan and get a next mm. one. <laughs> I mean.
3: um, here's the thing. Um, I don't know if you remember this, but I have really weirdly bad recall about some shows. And so uh, I can go for it or I can go Mulligan on my number four.
1: Do You want me to pick you another one? <laughs> yeah.
3: So okay. while she's while she's picking <laughs> you another tip. one on the se- on the second thing
1: yeah yeah I had a feeling
3: <laughs> yeah so
4: um, while she's while she's picking that out Nick okay. you, you you said you had something to potential that you're doing this fall this uh, winter oh yeah oh yeah um
5: so that dude Van Hughes that I mentioned twice earlier uh, for a reason so Van and I um had spent the last three years writing a show called Space Dogs that is about. The dogs that went into space really in the fifties and sixties in Russia, Um, and it's uh, it's a really insane story that we are telling um, just the two of us. It's just like kind of like a like a Wayne's World Lonely Island TED Talk about this like insane true thing that happened in history, and we're doing that off Broadway at MCC Theater, uh, and we open in January. So come see us; that'll be fun.
2: Amazing! Amazing.
5: Are you the dog? So good. I am the dog. I play like the dog that went into space. Oh yeah. <laughs> and plays the, uh, the chief designer who sent the dog into space. And it's,
4: they, it's like, yeah, there's an ongoing bit about that in for all mankind on Apple plus. If you watch it, there sure is. There sure yeah. is. I've watched that little thing.
5: I mean, it's, it's like a, it's like a too sad of a story to be, to be frank. Like the truth of what happened. But I think what we're trying to do is like, give you like the stoner version Um, and like, it's a big rock and musical and we're playing everything and playing a bunch of parts. And it's like, I mean, it's just odd, you know, speaking of what, uh, what Ethan was saying uh, about like the, the nature versus technology, like metaphor that we're playing with in, um, edge of the world. There is very much one here in that, like this story, that is like very much past and um, is obviously resonant in an insane way now because of the way space is like factored into our culture, like Jeff Bezos and these billionaire idiots going to space instead of dealing with yeah. the economy. <laughs> Just like that stuff is sort of all in there, but we're not talking about it. It's it's been a fun kind of you know sh- uh, shade to to tell the story through. So that'll cool. be, that'll be cool.
3: Well, Ethan, have we bought you enough time? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm still going to do the thing where I'm like, oh, oh my God. Okay, so um, what is this? Uh, okay, so something like, uh, um, like, I trade away my voice, and now I'm walking on land, and I'm trying to find the perfect it's,
4: husband. Okay, it's, it's the Little Mermaid and Hades and Hades Sound. Wait for me. Yes.
3: Yes. yes.
2: Woo.
1: Oh, wonderful job. That was really Um, good.
3: Really good. Thank you. Kevin, would you like to go next?
2: Yes, please.
1: Two numbers between one and ten.
2: Okay, and while she sends me that, Ethan, don't you have a show as well that you have coming
3: up in the fall? Oh, yeah. But Kevin, first, what
1: numbers do you want?
3: Six and eight, of course. Wait. (laughs) Um, I, in the fall, yeah So in November, um, Assassins is coming back to Classic Stage And by coming back, I mean we're going to go into rehearsal again Because <laughs> it was supposed to happen before the pandemic And um, we had two weeks of rehearsal and then we shut down And I guess officially they haven't announced the cast yet So I'm not officially doing it, I guess But it mm-hmm. is happening um, And I'm incredibly excited about it, it uh, You know, it's the, it's the Sondheim musical Assassins Yeah <laughs> Um, I, I, guess. I hope you get it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Yeah. yeah, It is like a pretty um, cool experience because it's, it's a John Doyle production, so I get to play.
4: Oh my God, so many chairs. There's, there's Four oh, instruments. I'm sure there's
3: going to be so many chairs. Yeah. Chairs and instruments? Uh, Kimberly, can I have a different
2: yeah. number than eight? Yeah. Can I have one?
1: Even, a, uh, yeah.
3: I just don't know what that show is. I mean, I know <laughs> but I don't know it. Because you have described it um, as the word, but not the show. I'm 100%
2: Probably.
1: <laughs> is that did better, I, Kevin?
2: Did I try to describe it without knowing the plot. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's more fun. Okay. Um, okay. Because at least I know what it
1: is and can help with clues. <laughs>
2: good point. Um, okay. Oh 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 okay. It's okay. I don't know the plot, but oh what, I guess I'll say that it's about this guy who cries all the time because he is sad and people make fun of him. They call him this because...
4: So it's Cry Baby, but I don't know what the song is.
2: Baby. <laughs> there, yeah, yeah. Um, no, 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 no way. That is the plot. I'm making it up because I don't know the plot because I am making it up. This is a song from a great new show that everybody should see. Um,
4: is it? Is it's is it six. It is. Yes.
0: I and I will have it. you know, six six I made, made these
1: lists accidentally, and six was number six on the list by accident.
0: Oh, that's
2: amazing. Come
1: on. So, there yeah. you go.
2: Yeah. That was my terrible yeah. rendition of No Way from Six to Cry <laughs> Baby, which is about a really
1: accurate plot of Cry Baby. Right.
2: Yeah,
5: just <laughs> cries and cries. The whole show just cries. Ugh, and cries. <laughs> what a whiner. What a whiner
3: of a musical.
2: Right, Johnny
3: Depp yeah. is in the movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: Wonderful film. Highly recommend.
3: And Amazing Colella, tap sequence on YouTube.
2: Show? Yeah. Right? Jen Kalella did it. That's all I know. No,
5: that's a different show. That's high fidelity. Jen- that's yeah. from away.
2: Urban yeah. Cowboy, I think? Oh, right. That's what I was no. thinking. We just named Oh, interesting!
1: Mike. Those are very different, but cool. Um, all right, Nick, it is your turn. Two numbers between one and ten. Five and nine. Five and nine, which
4: is my exact height. Nice. And if you flip those, that's uh, what a way to make a living. It is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Okay. That <laughs> differently. Okay. Familiar
1: or no? Okay.
5: Yep, yep. So the first one is the plot and the second one is the tune. You can choose.
1: Oh. However you find it easiest in your own mind. Okay, okay. okay. Um,
5: This guy's got to find the real, find the real. He goes out into the world to Germany, it's a big deal. His mom's mad, dad's not there. He it's, sings to the audience as an older guy. Okay, it's
4: Passing Strange.
5: Uh, and then he comes home and he starts to cry. Hi, hey, baby!
2: Uh,
5: <laughs> um, okay, uh... Fine Keys, Rebecca Naomi Jones, Deirdre Ziza, and Daniel Breaker. Um, Stu and Heidi wrote a show that was a real rum shaker. Um, (laughs) um, Passing Strange! Passing Strange! You are passing strange! You are passing strange! Company? Yeah.
4: (laughs) Oh, okay. Oh! Stewie,
3: Stewie, baby. Oh, that
4: would have been good. That would have been good.
3: <laughs> that was great. You know what, Nick? That that was like I could hear the I could hear the actual orchestration in my head, and I just couldn't name it. You were, I think, you were on. <laughs> you. That was so good.
2: In my head, I was watching the documentary of the cast recording of Company, like just based on how you were singing it. Thank so you. Just like tentative and straight. <laughs>
3: hey, why, don't you, why don't you go uh, get some sleep and come back in the morning? That's from... That's, yeah, right.
5: <laughs> no, I'll do it right. right now. I'll do it
4: now. We'll do it live.
1: We'll do it live. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Thanks, Kevin. Kimberly, thank you. Kim- Kimberly do you want to go?
1: Yeah, give me two numbers. Snake eyes. One and one?
2: One. So I already did one. So do ten and one.
1: Cool, cool, cool. Um, interesting, interesting. Which plot do I choose? Which song do I choose? Um,
4: what what a wrench you've thrown into these rules.
1: I know. It's very exciting uh, for me because I do less work, but for everyone else, <laughs> more work. So how I like to play games. Cool. So it goes, um, In an elephant, there is a girl and there's a guy. In... Paris in Montmartre specifically.
3: So, Moulin um, Rouge Moulin Rouge in the Heights? Yes. In yes, Moscow. correct. Yeah. That was great.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Um, I haven't
3: seen
5: Moulin Rouge so is
1: there an elephant in the musical? No, <laughs>
5: yeah, I haven't seen okay. it. Okay.
1: There's a lot Dude, of That's people. been plot points. Woo!
0: Season, so, back to two. Season, Season, Season two. 2. Season
1: Same 2. Season 2. Same games. Different rules. <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna thank you so much for joining us. We're gonna wrap this up a little bit. Um don't forget um d- remind us again uh where we can find Edge of the
3: World. On
5: the Edge uh, of the World.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can find it uh, on Spotify, <laughs> Apple Music, wherever you listen to your music, you can find it. Um also broadway records.com. Um if you want to purchase it, which I awesome. be rad.
4: <laughs> Fantastic. Cool. And then um, go and see Space Dogs. Go and see Assassins. You may or may not see them in those shows, but like, <laughs> you know, support the theater. Make sure you buy your tickets to the um, Excursion Alaska um, show in cruise. the future. Yeah, excursion. The the cruise. Cruise. It comes with a cruise. Yeah. <laughs> Um, But, uh, you know, I feel bad But can't help the laughter At the generation that comes after Generation apathy That is our quote for the episode Um, Thank you so much for joining us Um, You can find us on things like Spotify You can find us on things like Apple Podcasts Rate and review us there Five stars, please Thank you uh, you can also follow us on things like Twitter, like uh, Instagram at broad Wasted. Find us on Patreon. Where we have some really cool, fun stuff. Um, we watched all of the Schmigadoon episodes and drank while we talked about those on Patreon. Did some fun stuff there. Um, but uh, guys, thank you so much for joining us. We're super so happy to talk to you. Ethan, maybe one day we'll just have you on or maybe not. This might be your thing. Um <laughs> We'd yes, love to we'd us. love yeah we'd love to meet you guys in person at some point so maybe we can set up a live episode um totally. but um brought to you by Moderna and Pfizer um but thank you so so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. We love the art that you're putting out there. We're so happy you stayed creative and that you have been putting it out there, are putting it out there and will be putting it out there. Um it means the world to 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 us just as, you know, people who love to absorb art. Um thank you. Yeah, no problem. Well, thank you guys. And as we end every episode, we raise a glass Ew. and we say Zootoo Wap to Season 2. Wait, wait. Before we leave, for Season 2, do we bleep or do we not bleep? Is that a new thing about Season 2? That we don't bleep with Carmen anymore? Fuck.
1: that's just like Fuck. really bad. Now <laughs> <laughs> oh oh
0: we have to decide. <laughs> okay. That...
3: Carmen's on every episode live oh, to bleep for us like forcing, forcing the hand I love it <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god yes <laughs> cool. Thanks
2: guys Bye everybody
3: Thank you